0: Welcome to the Dorm Room Dispute Podcast. We're back, baby. Welcome back.
1: This is the first episode of our new sophomore year of college. It is. Summer's over. Dogs are done. Dog. I'm done working with the kiddos. We're back in podcast mode. Uh, new, new year. Dorm too. New year yeah. new dorm. Yeah, we're in the, we're in the new um, single dorm of, what dorm room, Dorm hall is Elmwood this? Hall. Mitch has finally moved into a single and is living his life of solitude as a hermit. That's He right. always wished he could. Kissing uh,
0: off all the residents by filming this at 11 o'clock at night. Yes, it is so it specifically says it's quiet hours. Yes, so it's quiet hours. We're breaking to. the rules for you people.
1: So we're not going to talk about, you know, we're not going to talk about Russell Westbrook or Steph Curry under the hot topics, so we're not uh, too And then you get us all too riled uh, up. Yes, exactly, right. exactly. Uh, we're going to jump right into it because, you know, we're going to keep this short and sweet uh, just to give uh, our hard hardcore fans uh, just something to listen to. Because I know you guys have been waiting. So we're gonna go right into it. Once again, welcome to Dorm Dispute. Uh, new year, uh, new year football coming up, and uh, this is gonna be a new year without one Andrew Luck. Which on their Goodbye Thursday the night neckbeards. preseason game, uh, neck beards every year, everywhere were sobbing, and Colts fans were booing as it was leaked that Andrew Luck will be retiring after his, I believe. Um, Sixth year in the NFL, a shocker that left fifty-eight point one two five left million dollars left on his contract that he gave up. Mitch, what are your thoughts on this situation?
0: Well, I mean, I thought first off it was Andrew Luck went to Stanford. He's a smart guy, and I think that was a great decision on his part. Um, You know, because like he's had so many injuries, he's been carrying that team. For so long, where we got to the point. It's like, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And like, first off, before I dive deeper into this, I know the big story was like all these Colts fans that were like booing him when he yeah. was walking off the field, and like, yeah, it was classless, and it's like a bad thing to do. But you know, they're drunk. And they were at a preseason game. They're the diehards. It's how like knee jerk yeah, reaction. Yeah, yeah. I'd be kind of pissed too. But like when you when you think about it, from a fan, if you have like that a day to like uh, rationalize everything, w- wouldn't you rather have him retire? than to like be like, my heart's not in it. I'm just gonna just take their money. Yeah. You know, Half ass it. Exactly. Like no you you wouldn't want that. It's better that he's like, hey, you know what? My mind's not in it. I'm not gonna waste my time in theirs. So I think it was a very smart decision on his part. I do think it was a courageous thing on his part because like, you know, like people were saying, like that's a that's a big decision. That's going against the grain. He's only like twenty seven yeah twenty seven years old. He's very dude. young. He was one of the best quarterbacks like I've ever seen. Like talent wise, top two him and Aaron Rodgers are two probably the most talented quarterbacks. In the league, I remember his rookie year, they were playing the Ravens in the first round of the playoffs, and he was getting the crap kicked out of him. and he somehow managed to keep that Colts team in the game. They they ultimately lost it with a sheer lack of talent, or even the year they took him to the AFC Championship against the Patriots. like
1: Yeah.
0: yeah it, the, the man was special. and It's too it's a shame that his career got uh, yeah. cut short, but you know what? Good luck to him, and I, I respect that decision. The, yeah. The, uh, the shit, bleh. The shit. Decision. Decision. It's been it's been a
1: while since um we've been on the podcast. (laughs) Exactly. Um. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um. I think that that whole situation with Cole's fans booing him, and um, and then there was the the our our friend Doug Gottlieb from Fox Sports, I believe. Yeah. Pulling up tweets right now, but he tweeted some stuff, and it's like one of those things where, when you. When you see this situation, like you have to understand, like like this. Football is, has is become one of those games that, like... And the football players are getting more aware now that we've seen, like, what's happening to the players. I mean, we saw Gronk, Rob Gronkowski, who was... Um, I mean, he was talking about the, the, the his decision to retire after the Super Bowl. He was telling that he had to get blood pumped out of his quad um, after a fairly routine hit. Like, he didn't get injured in that game. But afterwards, he said he cried himself to sleep because... Um, he was so in so much pain, and this was after they won the Super Bowl. And to see like Rakowski, a guy who clearly loved the game so much and he had so much fun playing it, to like be like, yeah, I literally I couldn't find joy in this anymore. It's crazy. And uh, and, and yeah, Doug Gottlieb, he basically said um, to, to say that uh, rehabbing is too hard, uh, and qu- basically quitting is the. Uh, is the most like millennial thing he's ever seen and then he kind of compared it to be like you know i'm an andrew luck fan but when you see you know alex smith after his leg break try and come back it's like oh you know it's easy he's not like a, com- a, a com- competitor or whatever and i it's it's just so it's so crap and this is one of those things where like i understand like football players are kind of getting the sense of mind that like their careers are very short-lived and we see it in the um and call call them dumb call them whatever um but like these holdouts That we'll get to later, both like the Le'Veon Bell thing where it's like, um, you know, I want to get as much money as I can, as quick as I can, because I know that, like, injuries happen, this game is brutal, and uh, it's tough. But, yeah, I I think this is a very respectable thing. Also, one of the big missed points of this story that I think really stinks is that um, we were saying earlier that uh, he had, like, a a presser planned for the Sunday where he's going to, like... Be like, hey, like this is my decision. I am retiring, uh, and then it got leaked during a preseason game. So we had to have that situation where he's getting booed off of the field. And I don't know whoever leaked that is just total scumbag. Because this is horrible. A, this is a huge moment for yeah. him and his entire life and his legacy that he's going to keep. And he wanted to do it on his own terms, and then some idiot on Twitter like leaked it out.
0: No, yeah, a I a hundred percent agree with you on that. And I mean that one like. It, whoever did it whoever did it like you were saying it took away from his moment Yeah, which like you know th- it shouldn't have happened and it would have avoided the whole fans booing thing and honestly yeah. like as a fan I don't blame them for booing because your knee jerk reaction fourth quarter of a preseason game you got a couple beers in you like, <laughs> you're pissed because you don't have any context to it Yeah, like I mean it's a different example I remember Chris Sale got traded at the time and yeah. he was my favorite player and I was pissed when he got traded Like, who the hell? Because I I was not well versed in the Red Sox prospect list. Like, who the hell is this Yohan Moncada guy? But then you get some context, step back, and it's like, oh, he's a top prospect in baseball. So this is completely different circumstances because that was just me not being educated. But once you get some context to it, it's like, okay, that was a good trade. Now, here, like, same same thing. Like, you're like, you take a step back and realize all the things that he had done. Yeah. For your organization I mean the, and the class yeah. act he was, the way he handled it, it's like okay, you know what, I can understand as a fan so like I don't blame them yeah. for booing at all but like this goes on Jim Merced and even, he kept the whole, the whole thing was made worse because he was on a radio station and he was like talking about like, oh it's just a bone issue or whatever, it'll yeah. be fine or whatever and like doing talking for him, it's like well you know that kind of complicated things for Andrew yeah. going through that and I think I wouldn't be surprised if he was one of the people that leaked it yeah. Because if you're a reporter, Adam Shafter, or whatever, you get that story, you're not going to hold on to it. Yeah. Like, you can't blame him for doing it either. That's totally someone in the building really screwed him yeah.
1: over. Yeah. And, I mean, you look at the stuff, on, like, a final point, you look at the stuff that Andrew, like, went through, it wasn't, like, like, a lacerated kidney man where you're pissing blood. Like, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's not, like, a sport injury. That's, like you got, like, curb-stomped injury. Like, that's not, you know, that's not... Like, we talk about like, ACL and Achilles, but when it gets to that stuff, and I think a lot of the NFL players tweeted in, like, in a, you know... Um, You know love for Andrew Luck because like obviously like these guys they love the game so much they want to play they have like this drive and ambition and like this hunger to win but at the same time it's like you want to be able to like I mean I think it was like Martellus Ben he's like I want to be able to like pick up my kids so I don't have you know cartilage damage in my shoulder and I can't like do like regular things because like in, in the scope of NFL players it's so interesting that we feel like they're old like Tom Brady is like considered very old but he's like what 43
0: yeah, forty-two.
1: Like yeah, 42? forty-two. He's like he's like what, like thirteen years younger than my I'm dad. Prime his life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like you don't want to like totally ruin you know your what body. This
0: situation immediately reminded me of two: is Chris Borland. Uh, I think it was back in 2015, where he was a linebacker for the 49ers, and he retired really early too. And he was like a solid runmate, uh, uh, linebacker, and he left it. Ton of money on the table. Yeah. Like everyone was like shocked. I mean, Adam Shafter had some like snarky comment on like Twitter, like, "Oh, there's not many other jobs you're gonna find like, that's gonna pay you that much money in such a yeah. little amount of time." But like, you know what? Like, he re- you realize the health risks, and at some point you're like, "Hey, I don't want to do this anymore." And that like constant cycle of like injury, rehab, being yeah. in pain. Working to get back, get back on the field, then you're in more pain. Like you know what, yeah, it's you yeah, like, I'm done. Lay
1: back, lay down at night, and be like, well, I'm not going to get like these crazy injuries anymore, barring a, getting like in a car accident.
0: On to a less important note, the Colts went from Peyton Manning, yeah, to Andrew Luck. They also
1: drafted John Elway,
0: and in 20 years, they could win. They are like however many years it was well, they won one Super Bowl. Yeah, only four AFC Championship appearances. That's not good. You yeah. just wait. Because like, Indianapolis, you're not getting any good free agents. You wasted, especially with Andrew Luck too, you wasted his talent. You gave him no offensive line to protect him. Or yeah. the big move they got Joseph Adai? It's yeah. like, oh, you they they put no they put no help around their franchise quarterback there they put this on, on themselves I do not feel sorry for the Colts for this happening yeah. because they they put it upon themselves they yeah I mean too I mean, to you need some help and he had two franchise quarterbacks and you blew it
1: yeah I mean you look at the scope like the Broncos had Peyton Manning for what three years and yeah. they just got and even when he was terrible they got the 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 players around him to win a Super Bowl
0: players they are still looking for quarterbacks and Sid Luckman. Yeah. like you know how hard it is to like, get two franchise court like the Packers have done it. Yeah, but that's pretty. Yeah, I mean you guys would know you're in a quarterback, sir. Yeah, it's not easy. And, and, and so
1: when you get that gold rush, you gotta like yeah, you gotta, you gotta take advantage of it. Yeah. Moving on though to a less um, respectable story, Ezekiel Elliott no. uh, is currently in his still in his holdout. Um, basically, the details of this. Is that he has two years and close to around 13 million left on his contract. He wants a contract that is more than what Todd Gurley got, which was 57 and a half million over four years. And reportedly, um, Dallas offered him a contract that was worth more than Le'Veon Bell's, what he got from the Jets, which was 52 and a half million over four years. But it was not as the fi- much as the 57 and a half million that Todd Gurley got. So it's in between 52 and a half and 57 and a half. But he wants more than 57 and a half. So, you know, I'll, I'll leave the math up to you guys, but it's not, it's not that big of a difference, in my opinion.
0: Uh, and it, uh, my, my takeaway, and it pains me to say this because I hate the Cowboys and I hate Jerry Jones, and I'm usually on the player's side for this, but if yeah. I was Jerry Jones, you have a right to be pissed. Yeah. First off, you got two years left on your deal. Two. Yeah. That one, he didn't franchise tag you, you've been a horrible person off the field. Yeah. You haven't been a model citizen. You've had assault charges. I think there was a DUI thing in there. I mean, legal problems. I mean, the lesser thing is when you push that security guard over. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry Jones, as an owner, has stuck his neck out for you multiple times. Yeah. Battled the league, fought for you since day one. And then you have like you're trying to screw them over and the team over. You know you have a quarterback Dak, that you need to pay. You have Jalen Smith you need to pay. There's a lot of pie you gotta spread around there Amari to keep Cooper. that team intact. Amari Cooper's another one. Yep. Who have been vital citizens. Yeah. They've had no off field problems. You have the audacity to go in there and ask for more money when you're trying to win you got a team that could contend for a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like that that's a joke. If I was Jerry Jones, I'd be pissed. I I wouldn't pay him either. Yeah. Running backs are replaceable. Look at Todd Gurley. You think the Rams are happy with what they did there? I bet they're regretting that deal they yeah. paid them with two years left on it and look what happened running backs replaceable that, that's the, that's the decision you made to be a running back like you're not in a position to get like big money yeah
1: and I think we look kind of look at that there's the other like um kind of di- uh, what's the word uh, parallel situation is kind of um Melvin Gordon. Yeah. And now he's like, I want money. And like we were talking, like, you know, Melvin Gordon's been no off the field problems. He's been very good for the Chargers organization. But we even saw and we talked about in previous podcasts that Melvin Gordon went down and even um, Todd Gurley went down. And both teams, while yes, they obviously missed their franchise running back, they were okay. C.J. Anderson put up, like, what? How many yards and how many touchdowns? And and they had this uh, Josh Jackson. Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson.
0: Justin Jackson. And Austin Eckler, who was very good, too. Yeah,
1: and and it was like, you know, we have the offensive scheme and we have the offensive line. I get that these guys aren't as good as the starters, but, like, hey, they're doing just fine and how like running backs don't really they're not the position that you want to pay as much as like a lot of defensive and quarterback offensive line positions yeah and how it's it's like in zeke is i totally agree with you that it's like and also the contract that they offered him isn't like peanuts
0: but I would take that deal all the way they, they gave paid them them more and you on Bell. And like I said, you have all this off-the-field baggage and they've stuck your neck out for you repeatedly and you're going to screw the team over like that and then they give you a yeah. good deal and you're still holding up. Like, what are you holding out for? And on top of that, which we didn't mention, he's in Cabo. I mean, he might be training, but you're still in Mexico. You're not even with your teammates in training camp or in the States. That's yeah. bad optics. Yeah. Apparently I, I, Adam Schefter did say That he's actually been He's the leanest he's been Since he got in the
1: league I don't care You're in combo so, Yeah But I'm, I mean still Like if, if you're saying Hey you know You're not going to be paid As much as Todd Gurley But you're going to get more Than Le'Veon Bell So uh, that's That's respect Like I would I'll be like thing. You know Yeah And exactly.
0: even with like Melvin Gordon I can understand Wanting to pay him Because like He's a homegrown guy Like Zeke is He drafted him yeah. He's been great Off the field He's a versatile back But like I don't know yeah, the fact that you turn down that money—it's that, ridiculous. It's an ego thing. Yeah. I think it's stupid. I think the Cowboys would be smart to hold out. And honestly, I'd dump them, make them some other team's problem. You yeah. can still pay Dak. You can still pay Amari Cooper. And you can find another running back. The Bears yeah. got Tariq Cohen in the third round. You can get yeah. running good running backs anywhere.
1: David Montgomery, who's apparently people Phil are high on. undrafted. Exactly.
0: Like you, you can find running backs.
1: Yeah, and I I think. And if I'm Jerry Jones, I I think I would not wait till um, this got kind of out of hand, Le'Veon Bell style,
0: and be like, all right, who needs a running back? Who wants the guy? Plus, they have all the leverage because if Zeke does like Le'Veon Bell thing and doesn't show up at all this season, he's still under contract for two more years. He doesn't yeah. lose the he like the eligibility for the way it works. He he like he still yeah because Le'Veon Bell just had right like one year and
1: then boom. Yep, uh, he could hit free he agency. He will be right
0: back where he started because he will not lose that. He will uh, keep that year of uh, eligibility.
1: Yeah. So. But yeah, that is definitely interesting. Another, um, we're kind of just going down the down a uh, downward trajectory of respectable situations. Speaking of which, Antonio Brown. Uh, I'm sure you all have heard about this whole helmet thing. I'm not gonna lie. When I saw the first when this all started, and I saw. I looked at my phone. I look at a Bleach Report thing, and I open it. It says, Antonio Brown reportedly threatening retirement because he can't use his helmet. I I did not really know what to think. I thought I was in another dimension. I thought I'd been maybe spoofed. Maybe Bleach Report got duped by one of those fake Twitter accounts. But, you know, he, he as it's gone down, uh, Antonio Brown has lost his second helmet grievance which is essentially, I mean, I'm sure you all know, but basically NFL has a list of these new helmets, which which I will say as a football player who was kind of, I was in football when this transition happened where they got the new hex helmets where there's like a cutout kind of thing yeah. right on the crown of your head. That was like new. My whole team got it. It was like, okay, like this is going to be way better for your head and it's comfortable and you want to wear it so you don't get CTE, you right. idiots. And so I was like, all right, cool. The transition's being made um, and it's a good one to have. And the fact that Antonio Brown still wants to play with this a ugly b unsafe c it's
0: just you know it's like there's no there's no are playing with this this helmet I don't understand it at all. It's funny that you say ugly too, because what I'm told it has nothing to do with comfort at all. Like it's more like he he, like, he doesn't looked. like the way it looked. Yeah, he did not like the way it looked. So that's why that's what I heard the big thing was. I yeah. don't know if it's true or not. And I thought that was a big thing for like I don't know. It's weird on Hard Knocks watching him with this whole saga going down. 'Cause if you watch and listen to Antonio Brown on that show, it's like, oh, this guy's a likable guy. But you hear all these reports about him and stuff like that, and the yeah. guy's an ass. Yeah. Like you you he leaves Ben Roethlisberger. Like this was the other day and he made had that tweet oh, it was the like, tweet. bro, we're never we were never friends. It's yeah. like what are you concerned about? You're on the Raiders now. Don't concern yourself it's with that. It's actually un-
1: interesting because there was one thing where he was um, a a player or a fan tweeted at him like when he was, like, all good with the Steelers and everything uh, years ago, he was like, like, who's your best friend on the team? And he said Ben Roethlisberger.
0: And he called out, who was the guy? I think it was, um, he, was from, he went from the Steelers to the Broncos. And he said Peyton Manning's a way better quarterback than Ben Roethlisberger and then oh. AB defended Ben who was like hey you can't be talking crap about your old quarterback he was yeah. the guy that fed you and made you he, he made you like who, what you are Emmanuel Sanders Emmanuel Sanders yes, that's who that's it was right. yeah. yes they got into and it and so it. it's it. like okay you're, one you're being a hypocrite then the whole thing with Juju where he's saying he like fumbled the whole season away like what did Juju do to you? Yeah. He was, like, petty because he didn't get voted, like, the team MVP, which is ridiculous. Now he's dragging the Raiders down. And I think it's funny because, like, this is what the Raiders, the, be careful, it's like a pick-your-poison thing. Because, like, I, I, they're getting rid of Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper, who are great locker room guys. Yeah. And I think what happened was, Gruden lost the locker room, and they're like, hey, you know what? We're in close games, and we're lacking a pass rush. Yeah. it would have been nice to have Khalil Mack now yeah. so he's like okay let's compensate let's bring in Richie Incognito and Tez Burfick and uh, uh, Antonio Brown because it looked like he was going to do like a Belichickian thing and be like yeah. hey we're we're establishing a culture yeah. and then the next year he's like alright fuck it we don't need no culture we're <laughs> just going to bring in Burfick and we're bringing in Incognito and we're bringing in uh, Brown. Bell we want to sell some yep. tickets and it's like hey you know what this, 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 you asked for this circus you got it so, yeah
1: exactly and it, people have been actually saying that like this could be a whole money grab because he um now he has offers from helmet companies like hey we'll custom make a helmet just the way you like it and then you'll like rep us and like be our um uh, like our sponsor and like if that's true then like antonio brown like good for you i guess because you're gonna get a bag but like
0: well you know is it worth
1: like I don't know. I feel like it's brought a lot of unwanted attention.
0: I will say this: he is a smart businessman. He, he's not s- like stupid. He might be a he, he yeah. might be a jerk, but he's not stupid. Like though, even yeah. the way he like presents himself to the ca- like I was saying on Hard Knocks and the cameras, he makes himself look <laughs> like a likable guy. He's very yeah. marketable. Uh, the last part I want to talk about was this: he was asking fans he called out on Twitter for like, "Hey, if you bring me this model A helmet, yes. shut or whatever, yeah. I'll give you a signed practice helmet." Are you kidding me? <laughs> A signed practice helmet is worth nothing to collectors. Yeah. He is ripping you people off.
1: Yeah. at it's least it's going to be like
0: a signed jersey. Like, come on. Signed, signed game worn. W- like, that's not worth I was reading, like, collectors everywhere. Like, that's not worth anything. But yeah. finding the helmet, the model of helmet he wanted, costs more than what I signed yeah. Antonio Brown. At least, like, so it's signed a jersey worth. that they own. Like, yeah. that'd be kind of cool. A game worn something. Yeah, exactly. I mean. Anyway.
1: But, yeah, that's what we're at. Antonio Brown, Zeke. Andrew Luck, I will say this whole thing, it's like, I think, and I think, um, oh, the, she used to be on ESPN an ESPN show got cancelled. Uh, I'm totally blank on her name, but she works at The Athletic now. Jamelle Hill? Yes, Jamel Hill. And she said, she had this like article that I didn't read because I can't read The athletics. and I don't pay for it because I'm a broke college student. But it was kind of like, it was on the long lines of like the NFL players are evolving and it, it's very so true. To be like NBA players. Yeah. And it's true. And it, they're in such a hard position because like you guys are like, listen to this podcast and like, I'm a big player guy and I like fight for the players. Um, and I think it's becoming interesting how, like, football, like, it's really, like, people don't, like, care about individual football players. No, the
0: brand is so much bigger than the player.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's like, you know, you you got your quarterback that'll sell jerseys, but then you got, like, there's, like, some fan love guys. I mean, even, like, Broncos fans. Um, back And these are totally irrational takes that are stupid. But there are Broncos fans out there that are like, we suck so bad, trade Von Miller for a load of whatever. And it's like, it's so dumb, but the fact that people, like this dude like won us a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. He's like one of the best pass rushers we've seen in such a long, in, 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 he's a generational type player, but like the fans just want to win. Right. They do not care about the players. And the NFL players are realizing that, and it's, there's, it's like a rock and a hard place. Because like, yeah,
0: and the NBA is the complete opposite because it reminded me, of, like, Derrick Rose left the Bulls and it was, like, heartbreaking because he's yeah. like, from Chicago. And, like, LeBron's people will follow... Uh... D. Rose is our guy. People buy, people like, player shoes and yeah. stuff. Yeah,
1: and it's not even, like, the LeBrons of the world. Like, you can get, like, the Westbrooks and, like, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Cameron Durant fans who, like, that. The people are like, I'm a fan of this player and where he goes, I'll buy his jersey and I'll root for that team.
0: Like, all you need... Like, Aaron Donald is voted the best player in the NFL. <coughs> he, like... There's no way, and that just goes to show you, like, NFL players really shouldn't be paid like NBA guys because, you know, while they might deserve it and their job's, like, hard, no I never see anyone going around me like, oh, I love Aaron Donald, I'm buying Aaron Donald shoes. Yeah, exactly. You'll see a guy like Westbrook. Or like who like a third tier NBA guy, and yeah. they have like a brand. People will be following them around. Yeah. They have like influence on culture. Yeah, Aaron exactly. Donald doesn't have an influence on culture. He's just a g- fantastic football player. Exactly. I don't even see that many people walking around wearing Aaron Donald jerseys. If you go to LA, I bet you see more Jerry Goff and Todd Gurley jerseys than Aaron Donald. It's true. They're not. They're not. They're not a brand.
1: Yeah, and it's like they'll they'll just use you for your talent while well, you got it. And then once your ACLs blow out and you break enough bones, they'll say, "All right, All right see you. Ship you off. It's been real." But that, that uh, concludes our quick sneak peek episode. Um, baseball, uh, we're going to be talking about that soon. I believe there's around 30-ish games yep. left in the season. So playoffs are coming up. NFL starting. We'll both be on here complaining about how bad our fantasy football teams are. Yes. Uh, it's going to be a very fun season ahead of us. Speaking of which, season two, um, new season's coming up because uh, this will be the last episode of season one. New year, new mm-hmm. us. Theoretically speaking, more or less. Thank you guys for listening. We look forward to jumping right back in with our uh, full programming on Fridays, um, Friday nights, getting these episodes out. Uh, Thank you, and we'll see you next time.